I wake up with a start, my hand automatically flying to my bag. It's still sitting right next to me, the long strap wrapped twice around my wrist, a habit I've picked up from my overly anxious mum, who insists on doing this whether she's awake or not. Safety conscious as always. First, I check the contents, just in case. Second, I check my phone. No messages. Thankfully, nothing from the guy I've just snored my way through a date with. Just a news notification from the Guardian app, which I happily swipe past. The news makes me anxious, especially when it launches itself onto my phone screen without any warning. But my extreme fear of missing out means I can't bring myself to actually switch off the notifications. And finally, I check my surroundings. My sole train carriage companion is a crumpled man, fast asleep, snoring loudly, an upper crust baguette in each hand and a snail trail of drool running down his stubbly chin. Lovely. The information board is nothing more than flickering orange neon nonsense, so I try to work out where the hell I am by looking out the dirt-flecked window. All I can see is a blur of trees and bushes. Instinctively, I know I haven't missed my stop. There's not long to go. My mouth feels furry a testament to the giant pitcher of sugary cocktails I downed earlier to make my date more interesting. My watch tells me that I have about ten minutes to transform myself into sensible Sunny, trademark. Not a moment to lose. There's work to be done. Pulling off the black hair tie around my wrist, I scoop up my hair, which I painstakingly and expertly waved just a few hours earlier, and tie it into a knot. I'm aiming for the artfully messy vibe, but one glance in the murky train window tells me I look more like Miss Norris, my Year 7 PE teacher. This isn't the first time I've asked myself this, but should I go to Turkey and get a hair transplant? Just for the front bits, to sort out the wonky hairline that I spend hours trying to fill in with eyeshadow and coloured hairspray whenever I go on a date. I must have done something pretty heinous in a past life to have been cursed with fine limp hair on my head and thick coarse hair on my chin. I fish out a compact and then a pack of chewing gum from my bag, pop two in my mouth and chew ferociously to get the alcohol off my breath and the fur off my tongue, pausing momentarily to wipe off bright red matte lipstick with a crumpled tissue and soothe my lips with an ancient tube of eight-hour cream. I've never really liked the medicinal smell of it, but beauty editors say it's a staple and who am I to argue? A quick wipe around the eyes with my little finger rubs in the concealer that has stubbornly settled into the fine lines underneath them. Drunken baguette man is still asleep, dribbling and snoring away as I reach into my bag once more for a pair of sturdy 100 denier tights. This is always the point where I desperately hope the CCTV isn't working and that anyone in the vicinity is either passed out or too drunk to care. I start to slide off my trainers carefully and shift sideways, bunching up my tights at the foot. Anyone who has ever worn tights knows that this is not an easy task at the best of times, but it's torture with the stingy leg room and my lack of flexibility and a stomach that insists on getting in the way of the most menial tasks. I manage to put in one foot and then the other and start wiggling them up past my smooth calves and hairy thighs. I don't see the point in shaving above the knee, you see. I jokingly referred to it as single girl shaving when I last saw my cousins and one of them looked like she was about to be violently ill in response. Of course, all my cousins can afford to have laser done. They're probably as smooth as seals from the eyebrows down. I shuffle lower in my chair, hanging over the gap like I'm doing some complex yoga pose as I try to hoik the tights over my bum and my chub rub shorts. I throw a quick glance towards Johnny Two Baguettes to check he's still sleeping. I swear I just saw his eyelids flicker. Shit, shit, shit. Why couldn't I have just packed leggings? What a fucking nightmare. We will shortly be arriving at Gravesend, booms the announcement. 
And at that precise moment, Johnny Tuba gets his eyes shoot wide open. As quickly as I can, I shuffle my bum off the seat, the tights creaking where they're all twisted up. I slip my trainers back on, grab my bag and stand up, shoulders back, chin up, like I wasn't just scrabbling around on a gross train seat trying to get dressed. You look better without makeup, I hear a gruff voice say. Sorry? But, of course, who else could it be but Johnny Tuba gets? I said you look better without makeup. You don't need it. Despite his bloodshot eyes and the glob of brie on his cheek, I find myself, just for a split second, wondering if he might be the one. They do say that you meet him when you least expect to, and by they I mean people who don't have a fucking clue.